Boston Sports Syndicate. I'm missing you back and back and back and back and back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place. So yeah, baby, face it. You work overnight and I'll be okay. I'm missing you back and back. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast. Michael Travers bringing it to you again alongside Bill Travers. Hello. We are Jesus. We are <laughs> We are once again I got the mic taken away from me again. Well, we are once again back. this is going to be part 2 of our uh, big round table discussion. Uh last last episode we had 7 people for about 2 hours and 10 minutes and then uh he one of our guys bailed. Um still no baby uh from my uh, from our baby understanding. Watch. Baby watch uh 20 2019 2020 is uh, still on. It's looking like it'll be Baby Watch 2020. Um, but Chris returns. Chris, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, nope, not doing this again. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Santos returns once again. Kevin, welcome. Hi, everybody. Let's try and stay awake this whole time. This time for us. Uh, you no know, promises. In, in uh, insert Your yourself into the conversation every puts now and me then. right to sleep. I believe that. Uh, James. Hello. Cam joins us. I wonder how many people listen and think your last name is Cam. <laughs> I was thinking about that last time when I introduced you. It's when uh, just, as just James Cam. Bill does it on the fire muskets. He goes Gallard. I'm like, I get shot. Who's that? Yeah, it's James. It's like, James Cam. Wait, wait. James, nope, James Cam. <laughs> and last but not least, I have to stop and think what your last name is though. When I say that, I know it's crazy. <laughs> it's James Cam. James Sicker Cam. And lastly, Ryan Bessie. Drunk by law, sober by my own standards. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> we started know. off strong. I don't know. Anyway, we decided that we needed, because two and a half hours wasn't enough last time, we have more that we want to talk Wait, about. there's more. Um, so in part two, we're, we are going to, first I'll ask if anybody has any quick thoughts that relate to sports, because we didn't do that last time, um, or opening thoughts, we don't call them quick thoughts, right? Opening thoughts. And then we are going to discuss our favorite Sports moment does not have to be Boston sports related, but our favorite sports moment of the last decade with 2019 coming to a close. It also closes a decade and we all, I think we're old enough to be able to appreciate the last 10 years from a, from a sports, uh, from a, a sports. Some of us, not others. some may not be happy with everything that happened <laughs> in the last 10 years, but, <laughs> but we are at least old enough to be able to appreciate certain moments. So again, it doesn't have to be Boston sports related, um, but before we get to that, does anybody have any opening uh, sports thoughts they want to they want to they want to talk about? Of course he doesn't. LSU is a wagon. <laughs> well, there goes LSU's I, I, chances to uh, win the national championship. I, I, I second that motion. So, I guess no one has any real thoughts to lead us off. Um, XFL is going to last another. Here we season. go. Here we go. James is just trying Another to post. Season. They haven't lasted one yet. <laughs> yeah. So between part one and part two being released, the, X- the XFL had a full season, and James is ready for them to yeah, return for season two. I don't know how two. we're going to time this. He's tra- oh, yeah. Well, we're not going to release it in a year and a half, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing it. But I'm anyway, um, Chris, I would like you to lead us off with your most memorable sports moment of the last decade. So I'm going to go and keep it in By the way, you realize that most people are probably just everyone's going to just crap on each other for their favorite moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will discuss it. So everybody Boo. be prepared. We're not everybody be prepared. Well, that's true. That's fair. That's a good I'm point. Get ready. I will crap on all of your moments until we get to mine, which this will be the greatest angry. ever. Um, but we will discuss them, too. It's not just going to be, oh, I really like the uh, 
the Patriots. That's not what it's going to be. So uh, go ahead. What is your moment? So I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it within Boston. And for me, it it goes with the team that won. So when the Red Sox won the World Series, the year of the marathon bombing, I thought that that was kind of to win the World Series and kind of bring it back to the city when there was when all that kind of went down for me in the last 10 years is kind of a special thing not saying that an attack was special but the fact that the Red Sox were able to they they Boston strong was such a rallying cry around sports in this area um I think for me in the last 10 years that was probably the most special thing that we could have seen around here I'm not. I, I can't crap on that. <laughs> yeah. You know. So. Every, um, I mean, you, you, moment you, of silence. You can't say anything about that. But I, I just. My question is: Is it them? Is it, it the moment itself? Is it them winning the World Series? Is it the? Is, is are you encompassing the whole season? I think. It, or is it, it more for, so no, like for, the, the David Ortiz speech I, for at Fenway? Me it, this for is me, it's city. a combination of stuff. For me, it's I'm a combination of it. stuff because one, it's you know, I remember being on break from work and actually falling asleep after eating lunch in the car and then waking up to Dale and Holly talking this guy about works hard. Yeah. <laughs> Dale and Holly talking about what, what had happened and then just kind of just seeing how, you know, how that impacted us locally and then how all that kind of came about and how really the, what the Red Sox, you know, that D, the David Ortiz thing will always stick out. But for me, the biggest thing that sticks out is, was when the Bruins played and they played the national anthem, the entire, arena sung that so kind of like putting all that together that entire year was actually something pretty cool and special off of something that was something really terrible that happened and just that whole Boston Strong and what it just meant to the area it kind of really felt like for once it really brought people together that that 2013 team was correct me if I'm wrong but they had they had no business even being there right that that was a bridge team that's the team that like they they was like the uh, Shane Victorino like yep they, that was, I mean, Mike so Napoli. even more, I don't know if surprising, but even more, I don't know, a storybook ending, I guess, to that, to that, to the bombings. Yeah. And I think what everybody remembers about that was Ortiz's speech. Once they finally did play again after, after everything that happened in Watertown on the Friday, and then they came back and played on the Saturday and he made his speech. But I think the moment that I remember out of all of that, and it's kind of corny, but it was Salta La Macchia placing the World Series trophy on the finish line. I think it was on, Johnny Combs. I think it was both of them. I know it was definitely Salta La Macchia, um, but they placed the trophy and they put the jersey on. They it. put the Boston Strong jersey on. It. They hung the Boston yep. Strong jersey right. all season in the dugout, and it was a, it's, a, it's I, a. I was at that. I was at that parade, and it was. And you, and, it was big. It was oh yeah. Bigger than like, on. I've been to most of the Red Sox. Correct me. That was bigger. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the same thing happen in 2001 with the Yankees? They no, they didn't they win didn't, it. They didn't end up winning. They didn't win. Arizona won it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, finish. No, that, that was my thought. Was that's that's what I remember. the The one moment that I remember was him placing the trophy on it, on the, on the finish line. It's a, it's crazy that just one like obviously I figured somebody was going to say the 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 uh, the 2013 season, but like. You mentioned I mentioned the Ortiz speech. You mentioned the trophy, and then you mentioned the the national anthem thing. Like it's crazy how one thing gets looked at. You know, ten, five, ten years later, whatever it is. I mean, seven years later, right? Because I'm to 2013, and 
everybody remembers a different portion of it. Like, it's not like there was like one massive moment, you know, like, like that was like the, the marquee moment. Like it's like a, it was a year long memory for, for the city. Um, but anyone, anything else, Kevin, you want to, anything you remember from the 2013 season, Bessie? I got nothing. (laughs) No, I think that team had no business being there and they ended up being there. And that's just that there wasn't that good of a team, and you know, like neither was technically was it oh four when you look at it. Yeah, but there they were. So you know, they they hung that Boston Strong jersey in the dugout the entire season after that happened. You know, um, if you want to look at some things on the field, things that I remember, just the the Victorino Grand Slam and him going around the bases and just like that fist pump. That so again, it's a team that really just had no business being there on paper. They were there. They rallied around something that was important. They and they made that something bigger than guys making millions of dollars playing a, a kid's game. Was the Officer Hogan that year too? What was it? Off no, officer. that was two thousand. That's when they beat the. Tr- that's when they no same uh, year. No yeah. same year. Same year. The same year. That's, that's year yep, with that the, was another yeah. iconic where the bullpen cop. Going back to the last podcast of Tigers bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing about that year was that was also the f- only year out of this recent run where they've won, the actual won the championship at home. All the yes. other ones have happened on the road. Yes, they were, and it was like a Queens. It was normally a clean sweep and yeah, game six, and they were singing um, Tessie, no, um, shipping up to Boston. No, Alfio's batting song. Shea what? Victorino's batting song. Oh, everything's gonna be all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, everything's gonna be all right, and yeah, and the beards and all that. You ever have a player? You we, hate for no reason. Yeah, Shade Victorino. Shade Victorino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think like do you th- this? It, it, it's interesting to me. Like, do you think it's a co- like? I mean, obviously it's coincidence, but how much do you think the Boston Strong sentiment, I guess, played? a role in their success that season. Cause we all agree they had no business being there. And then this, you know, catastrophic event happens and all of a sudden the team all pulls together. And, and I mean, like, is it a driving force? Is it a coincidence? Is it luck? Yes, like what, I, what, what is it? Like what, how does that, how does that store? Like that stuff you see in movies. I, I wouldn't call it a coincidence. Definitely. Um, I mean, team chemistry is always a huge thing in any sport. And, and I think something, something big like that that's going to unify the team like that's a that's going to galvanize everything that's going to give you a single focus i agree that team chemistry is very very important but in baseball it's such a individual team game if that makes sense like when you're playing basketball you need to know where each other's moving you're playing hockey you need to know where each other's going in baseball it's kind of like it's a one-man show i mean it's a one-man show amongst 25 other guys so i just i i I mean, like I said, that that's like stuff you see in movies where, like, you know, a, I mean, they could probably they'll probably make a movie about it, and what's his name will be in it, and and Jimmy was Jimmy Mark Fallon, Jimmy, Mark oh, Mark, yeah, no, that movie wasn't great, but they, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just like I, I I it's, I wonder how much it plays a role in them winning the World Series, like such a, you know, horrible thing to happen. I mean, it's you got something like that again. You can just build around. It's very cliched, you know. Boston strong. You just you can run off of that, but it just it's so coincidental. So many things 
kind of fell their way when something terrible happened. You know what I mean? So I just I look at that year. It's a team that had no business winning something. We all illustrated like small little tidbits of things that we remember, and those are just for it's just memories that you know. When you win a championship, there's always a lot of really good around it. For here, it was something where it was something really bad happened, and something really good came out of it, and it was able to. I don't want to say it kind of takes away a lot of the the people who were affected by it, but it was something where if you were a really diehard sports Boston sports fan and you were affected by that personally, it was kind of just something that kind of like just kind of helps well, sport, you. Sports it. unifies, and oh, it always has, and I, I feel like it always will. Where it's just such a, I mean, you can sports brought us all here right now. Like sports is just a unified sports and music are two talk about movies and are two are two. Well, no, no, no. Sport, I mean, sports and movies are two very unifying things. And that's, and it's, it's, I think the best thing that could have happened to this city at that time was for the Red Sox to go on. I mean, I know it wasn't like happened in April and then the Red Sox won the world series in, in uh, September or October, but like that was one of the best things that could have happened for the city at that time for the city. Definitely. But I think for the players, you know, maybe hopefully that that thing happening and seeing all the suffering that happened and, you know, all the all the problems that were a result of of the bombing. Maybe, you know, when you when you have some of these things with players and some of these petty things that they get hung up on, you know, maybe they just said, hey, you know, that's really not that big of a deal. Let's just go out and play ball. You know, we this team, this town needs us right now. Yeah, I'm Let's not worried just, about your contract. Exactly. Or, right. You know, who's playing the most Fortnite or whatever. It puts things in perspective. That makes sense. Let's try and not be so gloomy for the next one, though. How's that? Well, sound? you had said everybody's gonna like crap all over it. And no, I come yeah, right no, out the gun with it, and yeah. I just brought the mood down. So can't crap on that. Um, can we put that one to bed? Anybody have any other comments? Nope. 2013. Are you writing them down so we don't repeat them? 2013. Because I'm sure by the time we get to you know hour two, we'll forget. 2013 Red Sox. Kevin. Let's move on to your most memorable moment of the last decade. Well, yeah, mine's certainly not as as deep uh, there. It's it's definitely got to be the New England Patriots comeback Super Bowl win against the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much how I felt for a large part of that game. Um, Run the ball. <laughs> He didn't even have a microphone for that. <laughs> no, no, Are you sure we're not talking about Pete Carroll? <laughs> that dude won the ball. Um, okay, explain why it has why why you chose that one as as the the. I mean, I feel like it's obvious, but but do it anyway. I mean, I don't. Me, I please don't tell me all about Tom Brady. Please. I don't expect to to ever see a comeback like that again in a big game. I mean, it was a it was a massive feet and and no i'm not just it's not all on tom brady but it was partially on tom brady true story what year was that 2016 2000 2000 so 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 january of 2016 so true story i have always been uh not the biggest tom brady fan that's no the, that's shocker. the nicest way for me to no. say. breaking news. hey if nothing else i'm consistent because i've always been that way have i not you have all the way back to when he took over for Bledsoe. Consistency is key, is what I always say. That night, when they when they came back, um, I was exchanging texts with Bill, 
spoiler, also my dad, about the game. And I said something to the effects of, even from a non-Brady guy, holy crap. And he said, you will never, ever see a performance like that ever again. And you're probably right. But it's also a lot of luck involved, if you ask me. Because yeah. run the ball. I mean, <laughs> run the ball. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it is, I mean, what a, what a, and, and has, does anybody, did has, did James White cross the goal line? Does anybody know yet? An overtime? Does anybody know? Is he? Is he? The call has stands. He, has he? Has he? Has he crossed the goal line? The call yet? on Does the field know? stands. They never reviewed it. No, it's it's a yeah, scoring play. It was a scoring play. Automatic review. I think, if I recall though, like when it got what was it twenty eight three right? Yeah. yeah. I believe. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't have a reason to remember it. It was all over. Um, I think I think the number was <laughs> Atlanta ran it six times after they had the twenty eight to three lead. It was six times. They ran it six times. You know what pissed me off the most about this? It's not the it's not the the the, the Patriots fans. It's not the Patriots fans in there. You know, of Tom Brady. It's 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 the crap after like Barstool putting out shirts twenty eight to three, twenty eight to three, and then every time anything happened for twenty eight to three, it had to be related you know, yeah. to the Red, people would do the math Sox, that would... to the Patriots. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it comes out to twenty eight to three. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, it comes out to two eighty. That's like shut yeah, up. Yeah, because David Portnoy and internet trolls haven't been a thing unless it was New England. <laughs> give me, well, give me a break. Well, no, but I mean, like, just like to the extreme, and then like even like. Two like this day, I feel like if something ever hits twenty eight three, there's a comment about it being about about Patriots and again and, uh, the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. always gonna it's yeah, always gonna it's be like, remembered by let's, football okay, fans. Enough, like enough. Like, yeah, I think. It, and it, it, well, my thing is, imagine if it happened to the Patriots, how salty and bitter and baby and crying and wah wah. Patriots fans would be if if it was reversed. Just oh, a hundred percent. Just and, like and if, Atlanta has every right to be that way. Oh yeah, you say that now, but if it was actually the thing, you'd probably be on the floor in the fetal position crying. Ho- Julio ma- Julio made that catch with what like two. He made that absurd catch on the sideline with like two something left, right? And then it was I think they had the ball like the twenty seven yard line, first and ten. It was literally just run the ball for three times, make Patriots either use their timeouts or clock's gonna run. Kick the field goal, two score game, it's over. And it was what the they tried to throw it and they got sacked. And then he had like the fumble from High Tower, like just stupidity, pure stupidity. Just turn around and hand it off. But this is what I, I mean. We're gonna just go around for what my thing again. Brady, I've said it. He can be the greatest ever. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's so, but there's so much luck. But the thing is, if I've always said, if you gave Brady an inch, he would take. It. Then whatever you give him. God, he's gonna take it, and that's what I give him credit for. Cause like, like, what did he get? Three two point conversions. Like, it wasn't even just like making the touchdowns. It was all the two point conversions on top of it. But they kept letting him have that chance. He, they kept giving him air, and it's like you give him a breath, he's going to burn you. But it's just like, how do you allow it to happen? Is what always blows my mind. Run the goddamn ball. Just it's like you would have thought Jason Garrett was coaching him for crying out loud. <laughs> but when we talk about again the signature moment from that time, 
I remember that sick catch that Edelman made over the middle. Was it the just Lady picking Gaga that ball off performance? I don't even remember the, who did the halftime performance. Was, Lady Gaga. In that she, one. was it? She, she fake flew no, that in was from Katie, the roof. Katy Perry, wasn't no, it? Did no, no, no. She fake flew in from the roof because no. the weather was bad. So they filmed it ahead of time and played no. it and made you think that she flew well, in. Obviously but the I roof d- was closed, so she couldn't have flew obviously in. Obviously, I didn't remember it. It was Edelman's catch. Well, that's because everybody was outside cursing the Patriots because they sucked. <laughs> it's funny that Edelman's catch is great because the two giant Super Bowls is those catches are bullshit and they got lucky. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Good job, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you. I can put a dark twist on it. You know, should anybody should I put a dark spin on it? A sad moment. Why yes. not? That's your specialty. <laughs> the night that that Super Bowl happened, one of my buddies got into a really really bad car accident and split his head open. Okay. Yeah. Really bad. I didn't think we were actually going there. Oh, I did. See that. That's what I remember the most from that night. Isn't that crazy? Not and the twenty-eight to three comeback. Now we're back to the summer <laughs> mood. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. Everything's okay. He's fine. So like it, 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 podcast that made you cry. Twenty-eight to three. <laughs> oh, Portnoy, James, your most memorable moment of the. Le- this one actually is going to be very interesting it to me. Better be Notre Dame or Golden Tate. <laughs> Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Chicago. Yep. Why the Chicago Cubs? They broke the curse. Red Sox did that in the first two uh, thousands, so the twenty tens. When did Chicago. the Cubs win the World Series? What year? Um, fourteen. Or. Yeah, but like to the date. Mm. I think it was like okay. 20, I'll, I'll stop. 2014. The ball that then it's in that ballpark. So because they because they broke the curse, that's why you chose to go with that. Yeah. Do the Cubs deserve to want to break the curse though? Yes. They're the lovable losers. Like, it, it, I don't know. They had a movie with Henry Rowan Gardner. Do they really deserve it? Rowan Bega. Like Rosenbega. <laughs> is it more like it was Theo? Right? Theo was there, right? Yeah, yes. Theo was there. Yeah, so more so like is that is that like the Boston ties to it? Like I, I I'm surprised. Like I expected Bessie to do a non-Boston one, but everyone else I figured would do a would do a would, would do a Boston one. Interesting. I mean, that, that is I'm surprised, James. Too. I'm surprised. I am surprised too. Yeah. And I had I have nothing prepared, to, <laughs> nothing prepared to combat him other than I just do they really deserve how it? Long, how long? How long was Cleveland's drought going into that though? Like, would have been, would have had the same effect if it was Cleveland, because they were what nineteen forty. I'm gonna say eight. I'm just gonna throw the number out there. Nineteen forty-eight maybe was the last World Series. Their drought is ridiculous too. So would you have felt the same way yeah. if Cleveland won? Yeah. What? I would have. Oh, I thought you were saying yeah. Nineteen forty-eight. I was gonna say hot damn. <laughs> no, I would have felt. So the it same. has nothing to do with the fact that Theo was there. No. Let me ask you this. In 2016, how many Cubs did you have on your fantasy baseball team? Zero. I didn't play fantasy <laughs> baseball. How many Cubs do you currently have on your fantasy baseball team? One. Anthony Rizzo? Yes. What is it? Cleveland Indians' last one was 1948. Hot oh, damn! Oh, 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 oh. We have a winner. Wow. Somebody wow. give me a beer. <laughs> Matt, where'd you go? Matt's gone. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, 2016 Chicago Cubs World Series. Interesting. I, Anybody have any comments on that one? Or are we just we just gonna let that one slide? That's a good one. Uh, that's I'm, a good yeah, one. No, I'm. That's a big he's, one. He's thinking the outside the box. And good I stole. I, I stole I, his. I think my biggest. No, I don't want to say biggest issue is, but like, it, it comes down to a World Series. Even though it was the Cubs, but it came down to a World Series of two teams that you're not a fan of. And I remember it 
the rain delay. Yep. I went to bed. <laughs> so I went and, to bed and woke up and I was like, oh, hey. I watched that. I was and like, wasn't hey, Cleveland. Old didn't Cleveland have a three to nothing lead in the series? Uh, I think it was three one. Three yeah, one. Three one. Three one in the series and they, and they came, lost. Yeah. And they lost the next. So it was. And I went to bed. Everybody watched. <laughs> it was what, and I also believe it was the most watched World Series too. It was because of Chicago. Everyone was watching for the same thing. Yeah, you were. You know, and it's. I, I was happy for them, but. Yeah, I mean, I was happy to see the Cubs win. But it was almost like, I think I, I again, I don't think I would have been more happy if Cleveland won. But it was almost like you almost wanted that, to keep going. Camaraderie. I don't know, just to keep. Do you still had that to hang on, you know, and that Chicago still didn't get it and. Um, as Red Sox fans, you're all happy you've won World Series, but it's never been the same with the Yankees since you guys started winning World Series, and I think you all can agree with that. It's, it's never been the same. No, I still Yankees, hate them. <laughs> Yankees have I'm Yankees. telling you, on field. On, on the field, it's completely different than what oh, it used yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. That's not just... It's not that's just, it's sports not just in general the World now. Series. That's not just that's the Yankees-Red Sox. That's just that's just the way baseball... Like There's no... There's no hatred. There's no hatred, really, with... I don't even Anybody. think it's just baseball. Yeah, it's just it's sports, sports in general. Yeah. They're all Every, friends. Now. Well, you know what it is? Actually, is, Chris Archer hates everybody. So, well, no, you know what it is now is is there's so many like AAU things. There's so many like elite like and prep schools and all that yeah. kind of stuff that most of these guys play with or against each other growing up most of their lives now. So they all know each other. I mean, I don't want to say most of because there are like guys from overseas and stuff, obviously. But there's a, a lot of the basketball, especially. There's a lot of guys that play together coming up. You see it all the time. They the connections. This guy played with this guy. This guy played with this guy, and blah blah blah. And that's, I think that's more so what it is. Like you see Mookie Betts and Aaron Judge. Like you want them to hate each other because they're both the faces of the franchise for each team, basically. And they just don't. But it's don't. not like a very there's no and A Rod going at it. Yeah, or Pedro and what's his nuts? Yeah. The, the, Guy he threw down Zimmer, Zimmer? <laughs> like that, like that would never happen now. Like like remember 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 who was it? Uh, it was it Felipe Rivero that they had the brawl and he was actually throwing punches and everyone was like, oh my god, he's really throwing punches. Was it was it the Pirates and someone? Yeah, remember they had a brawl. Yeah, it was last was year. Actually... It was uh, Pirates and Reds. Oh, Felipe. And it was Di- and... Oh, Di- I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't remember who it was. I remember Josh Bell oh, was Derek was Dietrich? involved. Dietrich, yeah. Dietrich. And they Dietrich. were actually yeah. throwing, and everyone it was, was like, <gasps> Amir Garrett was the big guy. He yeah. was like, let's go. It was That's the, it it was was. the yeah, Pirates yeah. and the Reds because Puig got traded During the that fight. day, yeah. and he was in on that flight. That's he right. suspended for Because that right. was the That's same right. day <laughs> that Trevor Bauer, uh, Bauer, or two days after, Trevor Bauer threw, threw the, ball the ball over the wall. Yeah, that's. I mean, now you see things like that, and it's everyone's like, "Oh, what a weirdo! What a psycho! What a great like." Where back when the Yankees Red Sox had their thing, that was not the norm, but it was. But it was. I mean, a Rod and 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 Veritek. Veritek, like that was a legitimate fight. Just like Red Sox, it was also Clemens versus Piazza. Yeah. No. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. We threw the bat at. Yeah. Yeah. They hated each other. Not now. Or Clemens throwing at Manny's head. Yeah, which was in this past de- past still decade, but still a good one. <laughs> Should we move on to bet? This is moving way faster than I thought it would, so we almost need to slow it I up. Three, so we can slow it up. Bessie, go. All right, so I have three. I'm gonna change mics. Um, Talk. clearly, uh, not really Boston related. I have one that's Boston related. I guess I'll save it for the end. Um, so my memories, the biggest one for me is a negative one, is the uh, 2014. Uh, divisional round in Green Bay, the Dez catch, no catch. Uh, that was a dark day for me. Uh, I remember leading up to that, just the Cowboys being so hot, and 
it was, I remember I would sit on the same spot on the couch every day and my wife oh, would God. sit in the same spot right next to me. <laughs> that day came and she wasn't home. No. <laughs> so I put a lot of blame on her. Are you still married? Uh, yeah, happily. <laughs> I know the answer, but I was figuring happily, out. Happily, two And uh, when that all went Does down. Does anyone know how many kids Bessie has? No idea. Counting you, three. Uh, <laughs> I remember taking off my Romo jersey and spiking it. And then my wife came home later. It was dark out. None of the lights on the house were on inside. I'm just sitting in a chair by myself in darkness. <laughs> Shirtless. Found, she, find, she found out what happened. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh no! It wasn't it? Wasn't that year? Was it? Was your daughter born shortly after that? She was. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. She was. Uh, so my wife. But I think that was after week one of one. That of was the week one. It's weird how I know that. We'll just, say, we'll just say the word pity. Um, but she was out that day getting the rocking chair for our soon-to-be firstborn daughter, uh, for her bedroom, and she came home and it was like, "Yeah, when you get a chance, can you just." Like, go tear up that box into pieces for me, please. And I was so angry. It was about 12 degrees outside. I was in the out in the driveway in the darkness without a shirt on with my bare hands ripping it to shreds. I just... That was a very... That, that, it's just the way that went. That... Changed the game. It, yeah, yeah, it changed the game, you think? No, I'm saying it changed football. Yeah, it changed the rule. Yeah, it changed football. At, like, as of at this moment as we speak, it is a catch. <laughs> like, that's what... That's what's crazy about it. So that was a really, really dark day for me, just being as diehard of a Cowboys fan as I am. That was a tough one to to take, especially it, the week before was a big win. It was a huge win over Detroit, late comeback, and they win. So that was that. That's my most memorable. Again, it's negative. That's what I remember the most. Um, Anyone else have any thoughts on the Dez catch before he continues? Anyone? Does anybody think it wasn't a catch? Like that's, that's I mean, I'm not. I'm not going on the rule. What it was? Do you think it wasn't a catch? I guess I guess at the time it's not a catch. See, to me, even going off that rule, it was. I mean, clear. I mean, I'm not being I, a dink here, but the league, the rat, like it got, it, like it's not a catch according to the league. There was a lot of other like the Mike that were like, yeah, actually, it should have still been a catch. That's the thing. It was still such an argument. I don't remember the specific. I mean, I remember the play. But I don't remember it as vividly as you do, so I can't like replay that in my head. Oh, I can't. But I, I do remember watching it. And and thinking it should have been a catch. No, but he regardless high, of what the rule was, he high pointed it. He took two. I steps. remember saying it's a it's a catch. He I remember that. Right. The goal line after taking two steps. But the thing when they say like he hit the ground, it was between his forearm and his shoulder pinned. And it, when his body hit the ground, it caused it to pop up, and he regained it without it ever hitting the ground. So honestly, it, he Des was right. It should have been a touchdown, not down to two. It should. By the time he got full possession, he was at the in the end zone. And they completely just took the whole thing away, and it just blew my mind. It really did. But again, I'm also a full picture guy, and they could have stopped Green Bay in the next drive, and they didn't. They let him go right down and ice the game. So, but yeah, it changed the game. It changed the rules. Um, but that yeah, that's hurt. the crazy thing is that, I mean, I guess it's happening more and more often now, where like something gets called the pass interference against um, the Saints against the oh, the no call there. That's that, yeah, that and it made pass Rams, interference the Rams, and that changes Pat like. I guess it's happening more often than not. The the change in the overtime rule. Change, well, that didn't happen. No, but they wanted not to. after this last time. Yeah, yeah. no, no. So, something happens, and then they then. But they, they did change it, it years change ago as a result of a playoff game. Yeah, they right. they because they just they, went down. The possession. It was Minnesota and New Orleans again. No, it was Denver. It was 
No, I thought it was Minnesota. No, they were the first the ones Tim- to do it after the rule change. Yeah. If you scored a touchdown, That's it was the Tebow. Over. Is that Tebow? Right? Yeah, and people yeah. weren't even sure. Like there was people in the Broncos were like, "Wait, is it over?" They weren't even sure because it was the first play from scrimmage, and he hit the Marius Thomas stride, and boom! Oh, but Tebow can't throw. He only threw for three hundred thirty-five yards that game. Tebow sucks. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. <laughs> Uh, he sucks. But no, it, it it that's a good one. That's a, I mean, your Dallas bias aside, that's a that's a good one because it changed rules in the game. Like that's uh, that's crazy. Any uh any other? No, everybody's good. Moving on to the next one. Go ahead, right. give us another one. My my second one out of the three is um it'll be the 2017 Dodgers. Even though they didn't win it, again, I'm a Dodgers fan. Even though they didn't win it, they had tried. They had made the playoffs four or five times beforehand, and, th- and they fell short. Um, so I'm not being coy. Who'd they lose to that year? Houston. The Astros? Oh, I, I couldn't I honestly I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. <laughs> the cheating Astros. The cheating Astros. The cheating be, Astros. I had to swing the mic around before I could say it. Um but they it, it they had they had kept falling short, so when they finally I'll never forget that uh game five. They beat Chicago in five games. They wiped the floor with them. I like I was I was so as Do- ecstatic. So the Dodgers, wait, no, the Dodgers lost to a trashy team, right? Yeah. I was ecstatic as you could probably imagine. Was that James's Cubs they beat in five? <laughs> James's Cubs, yeah, um, yeah, because Cubs won it the year before. So Dodgers took down the defending champs, and it just felt like it, it felt like it had the feel that they were going to to win it. They they beat Chicago so uh, easily um, in that game. They won like ten to one. Kike had three homers, a grand slam. Like they beat the brakes off of them. I just remember being so ecstatic when it wasn't even. A World Series. It was just getting there because they finally just to be able to finally watch my team in the World Series. Because the last time they were, I was still pooping myself. Even though, yes, that happens sometimes. Now, <laughs> I was only a year old when the last time they won, and I finally had a chance. And they went back to back World Series and lost both. But it's the 2017 baseball. You know, when it comes to the baseball memories, I remember the most just because they finally got there. And I never like I I, I don't want to like if MLB will never do it. But if MLB was like, we absolutely proved they cheated, Dodgers are like, I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want that. It just, I firmly do believe after everything that came out that Houston absolutely cheated their way to that. They completely cheated. Didn't that happen to, was it Reggie Bush in USC? He got his Heisman taken that away. They, like, but did they give it to someone else? No, it's just it gets vacated. So they just they just let it's it. vacated. So, but his trophy got taken away. Has anything ever happened? My uh, my baseball historian uh, has anything ever happened like that before? Like in baseball? Yeah, where no. they where they would take a championship away, or has it happened in any sport? Did, the, did they do it to the Black Sox? No, really? no, because the Black Sox didn't win. They threw the World Series. Yeah, they, they threw it. Yeah. The only thing I can remember that was close to that was UMass, and I'm trying to remember the player who was. The head, the the main guy on that team, but Marcus back, Camby. Marcus Camby, You're thank welcome. you. They they had a Final Four run, and it was and totally it was wiped away. Yeah. Like you go back and it check was, it uh, out. Calipari, yes, under Calipari, yeah. and he had a similar thing again with um, Kentucky. Oh, was it? Yes, no, it was Memphis, Kentucky, yeah. Memphis, Kentucky. Uh, it was over Rose. That's Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Memphis days. Memphis, Memphis. Memphis days. Yeah. Right. Before he got to Kentucky. So, so, the, so that Final Four trip is totally wiped off the books if yeah, you go back and look like, at it. It's not winning the whole thing and handing it to somebody. No, yeah, no. They, do you think, it hasn't happened to that level. Do you think that MLB would do that? Any, anyway, open open question. Do you think MLB would strip Houston of a pass, or would they just penalize no. them for the penalize. future? They'll be penalized. Yeah, they'll be penalized. Nobody's ever going to be stripped. That would be interesting. I think they'll just asterisk it, like they did to the Barry Bonds. What was that? Asterisk. <laughs> that wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like... 
I pronounced I it right. I thought he was playing on he said piano. that better than he said astronomy earlier. <laughs> astronomy? <laughs> no, I think they're going to asterisk like they do the Barry Bonds home run record. I would hope they, I mean, if, if they, they seem to be. That. That's not asterisk, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, his is ball it? is literally in the Hall of Fame with an asterisk it's branded well, on it. But wasn't that was wasn't that the guy the that guy caught, who caught it? it branded, branded and then it. he handed it in. Yeah. Nice. I, but I saw it in the record book. It, it's, it depends. It's per people. Some people say Bonds is the record holder. Some people say Aaron's the record holder. It's I don't. For me, I don't. I don't really make a big deal of the Bonds, any of those McGuire, because you know what? The pitchers were probably on him too. Hell, Clemens is, you know, pitchers were also, it was even keeled. It just, it was a different era. It really was, but it saved baseball. That's a discussion for another day. Um, but yeah, that was, that was that. Um, my last one, I thought of this like, like two minutes before a mic gave me the mic and I, more so. So now you're doing four? No, three. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Go ahead. This good, is a Boston one, right? Good math skills, bud. Yeah, well. Um, this one I might. A, this I one took might. A, I took pastrami in college too. <laughs> <laughs> this one might irk you and Kevin a little bit, but I randomly thought of it, and I don't know why I forgot it. The uh, Flyers three zero comeback on the uh, Bruins back. Uh, in 2010. Uh, was that in this? Wasn't that oh nine? Two thousand ten. This Damn. decade, Michael. <laughs> That's like as far. That's like as stretched as you can get. That's why I almost forgot about it. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, for, yeah. for me. Are you sure? Was, you are sure. I am sure because it was mm-hmm. the year I graduated college where they lost the cup. Yeah, they yep. made it to six against Chicago and they lost it. But uh, I mean, you can't. I'll never forget a three zero comeback. I mean, if the Red Sox hit the three zero and the Yankees then didn't win, they you would still remember them beating the Yankees after being down three zero. Like you're not gonna forget that. That was Simone Gagne. I remember... Simone Gagne is what finally broke the 3-3 tie. You guys went up 3-0 in Game 7. They fought all the way back, and Gagne broke the 3-3 tie with a goal with about five minutes to go. Yeah. Yeah. Not one of, not one of my not one of my. <laughs> but you moments. guys have since won a cup. I still have not, so you have that to hang your mm-hmm. hat on. But mm-hmm. at the time, I clearly had every right and reason to celebrate that as being absolutely massive in my world. And, yeah, they. I mean, they, I, I think the, one of the... I think that's... And that's hockey, I think too. it was the first 3-0... In hockey, if I'm not mistaken, I that think I don't remember. I think it's the that first. I, I think it's the first. I think it, I honestly do. I think it's the first time that right. a team was up three zero right. in NHL playoffs because obviously the Red Sox did yeah. the Yankees in 04. 04? 04. 04. and I think it was the first time in the NHL. It's I don't even remember. I, I'm I don't even know if it's happened since. A lot of three ones. <laughs> I don't know if it's happened since. O's. No, nope. that wasn't three zero. No, nope. no. Nope. The crazy I don't, thing was, you guys went up three zero in Game in Seven game too. Seven. You came, yeah. you came out firing. Three one. Three one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I, I think, I mean, maybe it's happened since. I don't know. I, I, and I think the wildest. I'm pretty thing sure about it was the that, first time it happened in the NHL. The wildest thing about the NHL playoffs, and again, I think this really can only happen in NHL when you think about it, is the Flyers were a seven seed and in the Eastern Conference Finals they ended up with home ice because Montreal made it as an eight seed. Like, that doesn't happen in other sports. It happens in hockey. Not, I don't want to say a lot, but there's a lot of times where the, like, That's the Kings were hockey, an eight seed. Hockey, like, hockey is like the only sport yeah. with, like, you get the low ranks that actually can pull that off and that that was crazy. And like, That was the uh, first time a team had come back 3-0 since 1975. Oh, okay. So Islanders, it wasn't, it wasn't the first Penguins. time? See, I, th- I thought it was the first time. But and yeah, since so the, then, though, the uh, the Kings beat the San Jose Sharks in the first round in back in 2014. Got it. Gotcha. Damn. Now I'm in a Supposed bad to be mood. The Googler, James. <laughs> You're welcome. Now I'm in a bad mood. 
You could be in a worse mood. You could be me with all his teams just not winning anything. That's fair. That's fair. I'd rather be. I guess I'd rather be uh, a New England fan. My, okay, so my sports moment from the last decade. Does anybody want to guess? Because I'm sure it's pretty very, 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 very easy. Was it one of Tom Brady's championships? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all of Tom Brady's. It was Brady's. so hard for him to pick one. Tom Brady's it was like, Super Bowl MVP. It was all of Tom Brady's. What is it, James? The Boston Bruins won the Stanley Cup in 2011. That is correct. Game seven against okay. Vancouver, uh, shutting out Vancouver. Uh, that that entire series to me was a roller coaster of emotions. I'll never forget punching the table when Tim Thomas and is. By the way, can't stand Tim Thomas. Love love him in the fact that he brought a Stanley Cup to the Bruins. Can't stand him at all. Like not even slightly. You don't stand. You can't stand the fan favorites. No. Tom Brady. No, because Tim Thomas was 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 barely a goaltender. To, I don't know first if of all, you can really call Tim Thomas a fan favorite. He was I mean, barely didn't a he, goaltender. Did he just get inducted into the Hall of Fame? Yes, and found out he had some serious health no. issues. Stop it! The NHL Hall of Fame? Yes. Stop it! No. Yes, way. I thought I, I, I thought, thought I the just US, read that. I thought the USA, USA Hall of Fame. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Different ones. All right, all yeah, right. There's no way he's in the Hockey Hall of Fame, and, that, and now all of a sudden he has brain issues, and it's like, yeah, oh. don't we all? I can't say I can't say Tim Thomas. I'll never forget. I'll never forget when when it was a nothing nothing game and he comes out to challenge at the beginning of overtime. Comes out to challenge and Alex Burrows grabs the puck and wraps it in a wide open net and Tim Thomas is out to lunch nowhere and I'm like this idiot. What is he doing? Why is he? Oh, I can't stand him. But anyway, the Bruins go into Vancouver in Game Seven. They were the underdogs that entire series and they pull out the victory. And uh, yeah, what a what a night. What a night. Who are the soup stars? For who? Bruins. Bergeron? Marchand? The soup stars is what I heard. Shara? <laughs> Thomas? Okay, so three players in Shara. Who who are their superstars now? Because you, you're criticizing what I was saying about them. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get over there. Mike M- swaps. <laughs> Mike swaps. What? What are you talking about? I'm cri- what, who's criticizing anything? When we were given a rankings in the first episode, uh huh. I gave my rankings to the Bruins, and you told me I was wrong. What? Did I, for, did, I, did I? Am I missing I'm, the point? I'm not sure what he's trying to correlate here. <laughs> because because the because the superstars of the Bruins are the same players. Is that what you're saying? No. It. Yeah, you got the same players, just a younger team. Well, the, well, the, well. The difference is the 2011 team had the hottest goaltender on the planet on that team in Tim Thomas. They also had a very good supporting cast um, with players like Chris Kelly. And the current Bruins team don't have players like that. They're 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 maybe more talented, but they're not necessarily. Yeah, Peverly, who by the way died on the bench uh, for the Stars and then came back to life. Um, Greg Campbell, who. Uh, I don't know if it was that year. It might have been 2013. Mark broke his leg. Recky. And finished the shift. Love that man. Mark, Mark like, like, the current Bruins team doesn't have. Plus, that current that team had players like Lucic when the game was different then. Sean and, Thorne. And, and <laughs> the, Van, the Vancouver Canucks <laughs> yep. were the softest team in the league. But they were just insanely talented with the Sedin sisters and, um, <laughs> he, he did it. and Alex Burrows. He did it. And Alex Burrows, they were the softest team in the league, and all it took was was Lucic to even think about them, and they they 
they cried and they so, remember the was, finger was, biting. Was, I was gonna say Burroughs that was, was the a finger, finger biting, biting wasn't it? Bergeron and Andrew Ferentz. Like, oh, what a what a time. What's our time now? What a time to be alive. Forty five. Okay, good. I got us to forty five minutes. What, what, <laughs> what a time! What a time to be alive. I only the, wanted to rile you up so we can like, that. Uh, that next morning, I went into work to get like I had to work the next morning. I by the way, Sean Andrade, the genius that he is said, you know, if the Bruins win the Stanley Cup, you need to be in at 5 a.m. I said, what are you thinking? What like what what are you thinking? I was working at I was Disney, in the city. And I got called at 6 o'clock in the morning. What merch do you want? I want, I was, I want everything. I was in the city the, uh, for Game 7, and it was like 20 of us. We were, I was in college, but all our high school friends all got together. We went to a bar, and like... They started they so when they won, we all started jumping around and pouring our beers on each like on like the group and oh, everything. Cool. We're all jumping around. Celebrating. Obviously I'm the smallest one out of all my friends, so I'm at the bottom. Now you know how I feel. Mind you, I'm also the biggest Bruins fan out of all my friends, so I was the most excited and I was right in the middle and I was soaked in I smelled like Bud Light for like three weeks straight. I was soaked. So, <laughs> so I went to work the next morning. I showed up mm, forty five minutes late ish. And they that's, took what they that's took actually early for Mike took, during working at Dick's morning. They took one look at me and said, mm, <laughs> buy your stuff and go home. Like, no, I just, Sean was like, no, just buy your stuff and go home. Incredible, 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 incredible. People are driving down, driving down the city of Boston, honking their horn, the honking the horns. Girls are out on the, you know, out driving through, hanging out of windows with and no, with no tops Cooper on. It's crazy. It was crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Went to the parade. There was a gazillion people. Oh, it was awesome. What a time. No one else cares about the Bruin? All right. We'll it, see you. Nobody did before that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just me. It's just me. I fight, I fight the good fight from uh, for the Bruins fans. Um, Bill, how many How many, uh, How many? many got knocked off of your list? You said you had uh, a, a list of three? Yeah, I had, I had the first two went off my list. Wow. Can I get, add another one? No, you already had your time, Cubs. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> If you, had, if you had a better one of the Cubs, maybe. I, I do. We'll cycle back. We'll cycle back to you. Let Bill do his. Bill, what? A, so you have one left. What were your other two honorable mentions? My other two? Yeah, that got taken. It was the Red Sox winning in thirteen, mm-hmm. and the Patriots twenty to three comeback. Two of the most obvious ones. Yeah. Well, sorry. What is it? What is uh, your actual most uh, memorable? I'm gonna go with Caitlyn Jenner winning the ESPN <laughs> Arthur Ashe Award. And this show's over. No, I just wanted to get your reaction on that. <laughs> I'm not falling for it. Nope, not doing it. Uh, I want to go with the Patriots winning Super Bowl 49, the win over the Seahawks, and Malcolm Butler's interception. What year at was the that? End of the game. I don't remember. It was definitely this decade. 15? No. Well, you. look at behind you. You got 2015 and 2017, so it had to be 2015. 15. 17 was, was the comeback, right? Yeah. Chris. Right. Chris. I don't know. I'm trying. I can't Chris. Chris, turn, turn around. <laughs> There's a, the things right there have all the years. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that must look have been at that 15. Celtics. Look how small the Celtics one is. The print. 15. 15. 15. 17 was the Eagles. I'm looking up there. There's puzzle newspapers <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, we do a big here in the Cinder Cave. <laughs> 15. Why that one? I'm gonna go with that one because had the Patriots lost that game, which they came damn near close to to losing it in the last minute again, like they did in the two against the Giants, that would have made Brady Belichick two and three in Super Bowls. I'm sorry. Three and three in the Super Bowls at that point, which was radically different from four and two. That put them up into that upper echelon with the Cowboys and the Steelers 
and kind of cemented their legacy at that point. Run the ball! <laughs> God, I wish it's they called lost. Halo. God, I wish they lost. Then I wouldn't have to listen to Kevin all the time about Tom Brady. You know. <laughs> I've barely that, mentioned. I'm not Tom giving all Brady. the credit I'm to glad Brady. That he mentions that one because th- that's always one of the games that I've gone back to about how great Brady is. You you guys lose that game. You just say, yeah, oh, they're three and three. Yeah, it's a it's a totally but different they won narrative. The game. Brady's the goat. The play that changed that whole game had nothing to do with Brady. His stats stayed the same the moment Malcolm Butler picked that ball off. But Brady's not a goat because they won that one. But Brady yeah. also <laughs> led them to the comeback to put them ahead. But because they were down, they were down happen, by ten. Brady's three. And they three. were down by ten in the fourth quarter. And Brady, Brady got the. Kevin's awake. Okay. Kevin's awake. I'm sorry, but to to get away from yours for a second, you're you're talking Brady's the goat because because Malcolm Butler's interception. Brady's also the scapegoat for the Eagles' loss when he was. I don't want to hear. Arguably the MVP of that game. Go. What does that even mean? He's constantly blamed for that loss. He threw for over 500 yards in that game. Nobody blames him. Nobody blames him for that loss. He threw for 550 yards. I've heard Tom Brady be mocked for that loss numerous times. I I blame Belichick for dropping the ball on on the trick play. (laughs) Brady sucks. (laughs) He wears the UGG boots. There goes the 75,000. Yeah. But speaking of that game, another no. memorable moment, Malcolm Butler sitting the bench for the entire game. Yes. That was against the Eagles. James, what do you... Yeah, I just said I, that. I the oh, 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 James, sorry. I was still f- caught up on your Cubs take. What is... <laughs> you said anything. I went with the Cubs. No, I get it, I get it, I get it. I mean, I... I... As a baseball fan, that was awesome to see. You... <laughs> <laughs> I hate you oh, all. Oh God. Um. Anyway, Chris, your thoughts on the 2015 uh, Super Bowl? I... Don't you feel like all of the? I'm sorry. My Go thoughts ahead. on the 2015 <laughs> Super Bowl. Don't you feel like all of the Patriots? I don't want to say all, but you know, to that. What year did they lose to the Giants? Oh, and eleven. Eleven. Don't you feel like almost like oh seven? 11, 15, 17. Like, all of those games could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. And, like, what a difference. What a difference, like, the outlook would be on the New England Patriots, on Tom Brady, on Bill Belichick. If either way things had gone. So, say they lose all of those games instead of win. You could what, throw in last year's, too. They scored 13 damn points. That's true. That's. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, the Falcons run the ball, they lose that game. The Seahawks run the ball, they probably lose that game. But on the flip side, you don't have the Tyree catch. They probably win that game. And then something happened in the other Super Bowl, if, I, if, I, if I'm Mon- not mistaken. Uh, uh, Montgomery. Not Montgomery. Manningham. Mario uh, Manningham. Manningham. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, or say, dime by say they lose all those. <laughs> say they lose all those. <laughs> say Edelman doesn't catch the ball against Atlanta. Right. Like, like it's, it's crazy. Like, like, one or two plays could have changed the entire dynamic around 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 the Brady Belichick New England Patriots. Like it's crazy. But you, you can go back and look at any Super Bowl and you can say that that could you know, he makes this catch, it changes the game. Buffalo kicker kick those field yeah. goals. Yeah, you can so then maybe outcome. Buffalo doesn't lose four Super Bowls in a row if he makes <laughs> that kick. I just it's it's, it's interesting to me that that maybe it's cuz we're New England fans that those plays are so like pronounced and or you think about the even the the game against the Raiders, the the arm coming forward, the tuck rule like 
so many things like that could have just changed the whole outlook on the page. But it seems like Top more times through. than not, more times than not, don't the rules seem to be in the Patriots' favor? Like, like the like they're on the good side of things. Like it's not their fault. Pete Carroll's an idiot and didn't run the ball, but they ended up being the benefactors. It's not oh, their fault. Halo. It's not. <laughs> it's not their fault that uh, Dan Quinn is a moron and didn't run the ball, but they were the benefactors of it. It's not their fault that the Tuck rule got called. They were the benefactors of it. Like it's. I don't know. It's interesting to me that they're. They seem to be on the better side of these things more times than not. That's all. James. Good teams put themselves in that situation. Yeah, I mean, good teams are going to be in the Super Bowl. You're right. Good point. Very not good point. Super Bowl, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> James, what is your uh, follow-up thought as opposed to your Cubs take? Joe Burrow, seven touchdowns. Oh, my Actually, God. Actually, eight touchdowns and 561. That's the best moment of the decade? It's happening as you speak. It's it's the football record. Is it even is it even the best college football moment in the last decade? Wouldn't you I mean, the Alabama Auburn game from what was that, two thousand the kick return fifteen, the kick return game, the back and forth the, Iron Bowl. the back and forth of that game? Like wouldn't that be a better game than this blowout? Uh what uh I'm probably going too far now. The USC Texas national championship, that's probably beyond this decade. No, yeah, okay, 06. so I'm really dating myself. Yeah, it's got to be better. Like, we all knew Oklahoma's defense was Swiss cheese and pocket cones out there. Like, in... Oh, for really talking about college football moments, it's Notre Dame. But they nope, got. Out. No, no. <laughs> Notre Dame won, getting absolutely washed by Bammer in the championship. Game. They made it to the national championships, and I never thought I was going to see that in my life. And they got beat down. Don't Looked like their defense it. was filled with Manti Tails. That was my first year I had Twitter, and that was. It's okay, James. You will always have the Cubs. So me, my actually, I have a soft spot for Notre Dame. Like I've, no. you know, I grew up with my dad. Like you know, you you just kind of root for Notre Dame, and I agree with him. I don't think they'll ever be premier because they do put too much. Well, I mean, no, they put too much on academics. Like you have to have compared to other schools. Crazy when you're in college, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like I hate to say it like that, but like you gotta have, have your tutor take your class. Class they have story. much higher standards yeah. there, and it's just the way it, that. And I think not being in a conference is always going to hurt them until they actually join a conference. Yeah. But yeah, there's got to be uh, Notre Dame does not belong anywhere. Neither is <laughs> Joe Burrow because why? Because it was it seven total touchdowns? Eight, 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 and five hundred sixty. Uh, five hundred. I think it was what seven passing, and they had one rushing. Right? Yeah. Eight oh, total touchdowns. Oklahoma's defense right. is awful. Like I, it's so bad. And then he'll go up against Clemson and be brought back. Down Ohio State. All right, here we go. <laughs> Next podcast. <laughs> the College Football Podcast. Any other honorable mentions that uh, anybody can think of, wants to, wants to bring up as far as moments go from the uh, from the last decade in sports? Good or bad? Does it matter at this point? No, no, it doesn't, honestly. How about Hernandez? Oh, <laughs> So you're gonna go we've, full circle on the darkness. Flip that say. real, you know, okay, real quick. And that's all. He killed a guy. <laughs> you know the fact that probably more than one had had this dude just been on the straight and narrow. Just think of what he could have accomplished in his career with Gronk. You know, could some of the outcomes of some of those Super Bowl games have been differently having an Aaron Hernandez out there? He did in eleven. Yeah, that's true. Thanks. How'd that how that go? You know, we just got over that too. Seconds <laughs> <laughs> ago, we had to reopen the wounds here. Um, I mean that's that's more of like a what like a like a what could have been yeah yeah a what could have been you know the, the fact that here's you know whenever this stuff happens it always it never happens to like your team and then over the last you know couple of years there's been so much crazy things that's happened to like the Patriots between Kraft and his rub and tug and 
Well, uh, we, we're really going. Up. No, no, no. I, I mean, I mean, for the I mean it, it's 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 a uh, it, it's it's definitely. I mean, you think about the last ten years, how much crap has gone on around the Patriots, and it's like there's still like this historic franchise, and like everybody else hates them because they win, and then you have things like Kraft, Hernandez, Spygate. Spygate 1, Spygate spy 2. Right. Sp- the spy- Spygate 3. The all that thing. has been in the last 10 years, more or less, right? Maybe the original Spygate spy wasn't. Spygate was technically. Maybe the original Spygate wasn't, but Deflategate, the second Spygate, definitely Kraft, Hernandez, and now this newest thing with the, the Bengals, yeah, whatever that's, that is. That's going to that's gonna go away. But I, I mean, mean, there'll be some penalty, but it's not going to be. And if it is something crazy and major, then that's just crap. And then you have you had Josh Gordon. Like there's there's been a lot yeah, of crap and, around the and, around the Patriots over the last ten years. I think the I think the Antonio Brown thing is a complete major like, you know, you have like double standard. You know what I mean? Like here's Kraft doing his thing, and then I, I'm gonna sound like a jerk. No, but, somebody else was doing his. Thing. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then you have like Brown. Then you have Brown. Obviously, I'm not condoning what he you know does you know did to women, but like, I don't know. I'm gonna stop because we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get giving, banned. It's tough, ammunition. isn't it? Because you know what you want to say, but you can't yeah, really like gonna... you try not to sound like a, a an idiot, not an idiot, but you try not to sound I don't know. You're trying to walk the line, yeah. You're trying to walk the line, not not be offensive. But I just think it's a crazy double standard that Bob Kraft can do what he wants, and then he cuts had, a guy had for what he had what yeah. he did, and then you got AB who. They've had players who've done all kinds of stuff, whatever, in the past, and they've stuck by it, and yet they just. So you're uh, comparing what AB did to what Aaron Hernandez did, because they st- they stuck by Aaron Hernandez mo- for most of the time, no? No, up until he got arrested. Once he got arrested, once once he got arrested, yeah. But I mean, you're gonna tell that, me they didn't know what was going train, on. But you're gonna tell me they didn't know what was going on. But at the same time, it wasn't it wasn't as public, like. The Antonio Doesn't Brown thing, like, instantly. No, I mean, yes and no. It happened, like... But the Antonio Brown thing was, was in the headlines immediately. The Aaron Hernandez, there was rumors of things he had done. There, I mean, there was some some news stories back in college. I'm sorry, things, there's no like, way that people didn't know the kind of stuff that Aaron Hernandez was into. There's, there's no way. I'm sorry, there's no way. There's no way I don't think that, they knew he was killing people. I think they knew I he mean, was up okay. to some shady. Okay, fine. No, but allegedly they told him that he had to get a safe house. Belichick told him, you you need to get a safe house. Yeah, so he knew something was going on. He knew people were after him. Can, can we talk about the, like what, where he came from, though? That Florida team? Riley Cooper, the racist. Aaron Hernandez, the killer. And Tim Tebow, the ever-loving, God-fearing <laughs> Christian. What was going on in those meetings? <laughs> What was happening there? Ur- what a team that was. Was it Urban Meyer, the coach? Urban Meyer was the coach. It's all going to come out later that Tim Tebow was the mastermind behind it Everyone, all. I think Mike's always <laughs> said that, that he's going to have, like, someday there's going to be, like, a bombshell secret of Tebow come out. I always I always say Tebow, and I always say Brady. I always, like, I always think, like, Brady oh, it was why. wrapped up in some, like, something, like, wrong. You know what I mean? Like, like I've always said that. Like, because he had – I mean, this was before he started to look like a moron more and more with, like, the concussion stuff and the Alex Guerrero stuff. And, like, he was – like, early on, he was on such a pedestal it could never do anything wrong. And I said, there's something weird about this guy. Like, something's going to come out about this guy. And then, you know, he just he just advertised for concussion-proof water and uh, – <laughs> And now, I, I, and now I mean, he thinks would... that his high, um, his very expensive lifestyle can be uh, relatable to everyday people. And uh, 
But yeah, you know, he's just a great guy, all around great guy. No, but I, I legitimately say, think he's just socially awkward I more did, than anything. No, yeah, he is. He is <laughs> like he's socially inept. I think is is the way to to say it. But I did say it about Tebow too. He was he's probably the mastermind behind it all. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the Tony Montana of the whole thing. <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, any uh any other thoughts, comments? I'm gonna this throw will be, this will gonna... be the last podcast of the year, by the way. We might even make it to new, is it the rate the, we're going of the decade. <clears throat> I'm gonna throw out two that were huge at the time: the trades for Chris Sale and the trades for Kyrie Irving. Hmm. Those were huge news when they happened. This Everybody, well, yeah, we are well, the Boston Sports Syndicate. <laughs> but when they when the Red Sox made the trade for Sale, do you remember how excited everybody got? You were bringing. The best pitcher in the tell game. Me. I ran around without I know pants you, on. We've got his we got his pop around here somewhere too. <laughs> I didn't have pants on for a week. And and the trade for Kyrie. Everybody just went nuts over that. Trade for Kyrie and signing of Gordon Hayward kind of coincided I, with I, each other. I, I yeah. think the signing of Gordon Hayward, because they kept on advertising through the ESPN and Fox Sports that big names don't sign with Boston. And that then was, Gordon's like Al Horford kind of stopped that though. Yeah. The Horford signing was another big 4th of July thing because I remember sitting out on the deck yeah. having a cookout 4th of July. Always is. Kevin Durant, same thing. It was the That's same year. Same year, right? Yeah. Durant and Horford were the same year, if I'm not mistaken. Good talk. See you out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think overall, I know this is going to kill Bessie, but as a there's been a ton of moments and, and you know, big-name players and superstar athletes and in the Boston area, and I think... I have a feeling the next 10 is going to be a lot of the same. There'll be a little transition with the Brady, obviously. I don't think Brady's going to be playing in, in 2030. Sorry, Kev. But, I mean, there'll be a transition there, but I don't think that the fan base here will allow for poor teams for very long. Yeah, but the run of championships, I think we're going to see a drop-off. Yeah. I mean, yes. you, I mean you've seen... I mean, I, I think Get, you've seen a drop-off. Getting the combination of Belichick and Brady at the same point in time together. You can say what you want. It might be one or the other. I think it's the combination of the two of them. Sure. R- actually, right place, right time. But it's, gotta, it, 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 Brady and Belichick started it, but now it's a culture here to win. Yeah, but you, it, it, the, you, yeah, but you can't, Brady and Belichick you can't recreate involved in, it just because the fans want to win. No, no, but you Brady, can't just bring in somebody else who's, and say he's going to be the next Belichick. Brady and Belichick, Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. Brady and Belichick aren't involved in 04, 07, 13, 18 for the for the Red Sox. They're not involved in 2008 for the Celtics. They're not involved in the 2000. Like winning has become a, well, a culture here. Yeah, and how much and, have and, the Bruins won in the last 10 years? They've won just the one, and before that it was 30 something years. One, and then they went back and in how, 13. And how they often went have back the Celtics won? What did they win in 06, 08, 08. 08? Yeah. How many have they won since then? None. You've you've got to get a little bit lucky and get the right people in place. You got to make the good draft pick. Yeah, I think I just think that it's now become a culture here, and I think that that you're going to continue to see a winning culture in I, in the four major Boston I mean, sports both, teams over the next. You're 10 both kind of right because you, yeah, you have that that push for for the the winning culture, but at the same time, championship, no, championships aren't going to. Of course, you have to get lucky. Of course, you need the, the you know the greatest, some of the greatest of all time at their at their jobs, but I think that they started a trend here that now has become an expectation and, and fans, I don't think are going to accept mediocrity. 
There's and I think that, that that's going to continue on for the next 10 years. There's going to be another Belichick coach in the Patriots. Did anybody go on Twitter the night they played Houston and they, they did like a focus on Belichick calling the signals yeah. on the sideline? Go on Twitter and see all the stuff that people were saying on Twitter about Steve Belichick. No. Stuff like Steve Belichick, you know he's the kind of guy who has four Camaros up on blocks in his front yard. <laughs> Why is Steve Belichick dressed like Jesse Pinkman? <laughs> you know, it was all kinds of stuff like that. It was hilarious. <laughs> that mullet. Anyway, I just I think that, you know, it's been a it's been a good ten. I think it's gonna I think the next ten. Well, I mean for us it's been good. For for, for Boston. You fans, live it's been in Massachusetts. Good. Join the dark side. Go ahead, Chris, what are you gonna say? Nothing right now. Oh, you grabbed the mic like you had something to say. I, I thought you were ready. He just likes the mic so much. I've gotten comfortable now. I can do this more often. Well, that's you, cool. you a Celtics guy. Uh. Um, <laughs> well, if 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 anyone uh, if anyone doesn't have anything else, then we can uh, we could say our goodbyes to uh, 2019 for the Boston Sports Syndicate. James, any last words? No. Walk the plank. No. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Buy our merch so we can start paying people. <laughs> Use our Fanatics leaks on our website. It's like, I, I, I got to go business plugs right now. So use Fanatics and buy our merch. Plain and simple, please. <laughs> do you want to talk about the new website that's going to launch in 2020? No, because I have to do it. Oh. I still have to do it. I don't want to make false promises. A new upgraded shiny website. Mm-hmm. It's in the works. I'm working on it. Uh, it's, it's been in the works for the last month. Well, no. What happened was I was going to change it when our when our when we needed to upgrade our our domain, and then I found out that companies are smart and they don't let you transfer a domain right away. So like you have to like you have to like I even though it expires, I can't transfer it to a new host. I have to keep it on that host for a certain amount of time or whatever. I don't know. I don't get how it works exactly, but I couldn't transfer hosts. Uh, for for about three months, so I started working on it to to switch to a new host, and then uh, had to pause. For, said host sixty three times right there for about yeah yeah for a host new host. Maybe I'm hinting that we need a new host. Oh. Um, but yes, there is. I will be working on a new website. It'll be at some point in well, twenty. Someone did reach out to us. We could always. No. Um, but I, uh, yeah, it, it, it'll be in the works. It is, it is being worked on and it'll be uh, shiny. It'll be fun. It'll be new. It'll be, uh, hopefully a little cleaner to look at on phones and stuff. That's really my goal is to kind of sure up the, the website. Cause we have had, like I said, last episode, we have a, a lot of traffic, uh, and we might going be really to the new merch. We still got to talk about that. Yep. And, uh, so yeah, Kevin, any, uh, any last words? Uh, no, it's, it's been fun to to listen uh it's been fun to occasionally offer up a, an article for you guys uh hopefully in in 2020 i'll get to be a little more involved oh and you're welcome for letting you come on the show too and yes <laughs> thanks for having me how do you feel after now having getting through two episodes and making your podcast debut you come back for some more absolutely good I think we got to give him credit for like four episodes with that last one that we did. Yeah, mo- usually they're not two and a half hours long. But to be fair, if I, I'll cut out all of Kevin's clips in there, and I think Chris talked on his <laughs> mic more than Kevin actually did. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, we look forward to uh, more uh, more content from you from uh, for 2020. Go Brady. Um, Chris. Uh, uh, came out firing when I first came aboard. 
the syndicate earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And then I got a new job, and then that consumed my life. And then uh, now I'm coming off firing again. So there's some new Red Sox content that will be on there over the next, what, I do a lot of 11 articles now in the last, like, two weeks. A lot of filler for the next couple of weeks with since the Red Sox don't want to make any moves. But uh, just uh, next year, working on something kind of cool. Don't want to say what it is right now. It's a little teaser. Hopefully, uh, I think we said something about it earlier. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. So working on something kind of cool to bring. Yeah, to let it come to fruition be, first. That might be something a little bit different to uh, kind of give our our listeners and uh, something cool to kind of look forward to. Bessie. I just want to know what James does all the time. He say, saves saying merch instead of merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> He's so much extra time in his life. It's just incredible. Um, Sunday, go uh, Giants and go Cowboys. Give me some playoff football to watch. <laughs> so long. Uh, Bessie made, just made the mistake of not realizing that this will be out after the fact that those games happen oh, that's always the hardest that's always the hardest thing is like uh, well, today's Saturday but it won't be out till probably Wednesday so your game actually Wednesday's a new year so come on Tuesday Dallas will be eliminated by that yeah so <laughs> Dallas won't even be in the running by that I don't know what you're saying um, Bill I just want to thank you uh, young guys for letting an old guy like me hang out with you and talk sports your house man that is, that is true <laughs> it is my house and I bought most of this crap so I take it all back <laughs> that is true get out, get out of my lawn you youngins <laughs> Buy merch to get his money back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess that leaves me. So I want to thank everybody for listening over the last year. Um, I know at times it probably hasn't been easy to listen to me spew. Never, I mean, the other guys are great, but I spew a lot of crap. Um, so thank, thank you for listening and uh, putting up with me. Um, thank you for visiting our website. Thank you for those that have bought merch. And uh, <laughs> I literally hate you all. <laughs> Uh, and the fanatics thing so james said shop fanatics what he means is on our websites in our um in our articles there'll be little ads for fanatics and if you click on those not just fanatics or mlb shop shop, nfl shop whatever you click on that and then uh, they're all we get a we get a portion of um the proceeds from whatever whatever you buy there so that's that's what he's talking about by saying Shop fanatics. Don't just go to fanatics.com and think we just get money. Like that's not how that works. So I just wanted to cl- uh, to clear that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing for me, I think that, I, that for 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 the next year, um, I want to try and increase our social media presence. So something that we're going to try and do, I think collectively as a group, just try and be out there a little bit more um, and, and interacting with people a little bit more. Uh, more so than just the on the gram questions and that kind of stuff, but just you know, really uh, trying to interact with people, getting out there and and, and having more of a voice from my play by play coverage. James James's play by play coverage. <laughs> uh. <laughs> God, that could get interesting. <laughs> but anyway, uh, just That's get through I the typos. The just what he get does right now. Just just don't get super like personal if someone like questions something that's on there. I don't. You did. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't me. It was just a random, like you know. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. That's, like that's, one person watching two games. Oh, oh. Don't get, don't take a Is that what he accidentally said? Nick Folk kicked the field goal when Nick Folk like wasn't on the team anymore. <laughs> he was recovering from his uh, from his, what did he have? Uh, Appen- appendectomy. appendectomy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, James. Buy Sometimes. Merch. Either way, buy merch. Buy merch. Buy merch. Uh, <laughs> 
And lastly, I want to thank each of you sitting at this table with me and even Matt who bailed on us early and uh, Derek McVeigh. I don't even know if Derek listens, but thank you to Derek McVeigh, Patriots writer. I'm actually kind of bummed he wasn't able to join us today um, because I think he's uh, he would be sitting over there with Kevin and they'd be cuddling to Tom Brady highlights. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> but no, on all seriously, thank you to Bill and James for putting up with me um, pretty much every single week when we were doing one show a week and uh, dealing with me and my nonsense and helping, uh, you know, getting this whole thing uh, going and keeping it going. So, And that's, that, that's the time I save. I help him. Yeah, he, with all the with all the merch instead of merchandise, he helps me. Yeah, um, don't forget to check out our website. You can see all of these guys who write articles here that have you, whose voices you've been hearing for the last four hours now between the last two podcasts. They all write for us at bostonsportssyndicate.com. Slide into James's DMs also on Twitter and Instagram, Boston Sports S Y N. He'll sounds nasty. It? It sounds very inappropriate. He'll try not to attack you if you call <laughs> well, like, him out. He's only one guy watching two games, so he will try his best not to call you out uh, and buy merch. I quit. Um, so we will. Uh, we'll see you guys in 2020. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Buy merch. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by. I am CDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yeah. I'm missing you back to back to back to back to back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place. So you baby face it. You work overnight and I'll be okay. I'm missing you back to back to back.